The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome back to Success Happens. Boy, is it great to be with you guys today. Welcome to the show, Jordana Schifanelli. And uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Jordana through Dan Cox. um, And what an amazing woman who brings tremendous leadership, integrity, and experience that we can all benefit from given the, I'm going to call it communist communistic ways that are going on around us in the country that are not uh, consistent with who we say we are as a republic. So good morning and welcome to Success Happens, Jordana. Good morning and good morning to your viewers. Yes, good morning. Thank you. Now, it is such an honor to have you back, have you on the show for the first time and to be back in conversation. Tell us a little bit. I think the first thing is for people to hear from you your background, because it's so interesting and compelling. And we're going to take a break in just a couple minutes. So maybe if you could just start with, where were you born and why does it, is it really important today, given what's going on um, in what people want to call it socialism, but I, I would say we're more on the track for communism. So I was born in Belgrade, which was the capital city of Yugoslavia. Uh, in the early 70s, and uh, I grew up in socialist, communist country, and um, I decided to um, step forward and um, and share my knowledge and experience with Americans who are, by the way, in a transitioning to communism and socialism. So before they fully transition, I wanted Americans to know where they're heading, and um, I have you know, uh, the highest degree in economics. Uh, I have a law degree from the University of Baltimore School of Law. I'm practicing attorney, uh, professor at the United States Naval Academy for the past seven years. Um, I, put, I took a break now because I'm on the campaign trail a lot. I can't teach, but uh, but I've been um, I've been sharing my experiences and knowledge, comparing two different kind of political economic systems, teaching people. Uh, what's going on in the in the eastern side of the world where I grew up. And, and I actually got the highest education in Europe, not in the United States, in the communist country. So uh, I think I bring to the table, to, to Marylanders, knowledge and experience that I haven't seen any Canada have so far. That's awesome. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'd love for you to expand on that. So you're listening to Success Happens. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Dianovich and Associates, a great security company, Flamingo Pool Supplies, and Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping out. We'll be right back. Free Talk, 930 WFMD. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today... Jordana Schifanelli, candidate for lieutenant governor, running with Dan Cox. And Jordana, before the break, you mentioned that you see us on a communist track. And I wanted to see if you could please expand on that and give the listeners an idea of, you know, why do you say that? And uh, and then we'll talk about the consequences of such things. Well, we, you know, state of Maryland and the United States is in a transition to communism and socialism. And I say that because every single time where you have 
a strengthening of whether federal or, or state government and government taking control of every area of human life, that is the definition of the communist and socialist system. It is going further and further away from individual responsibilities, small business, individual, you know, everything, everything that American founders have uh, uh, stated and tried to limit. That is what has been happening uh, in this past, I'm going to say 20 years. But now it's more prevalent and more open and more clear than ever. Uh, every single time you have a government taking over the education and the parents have no say, there it is. That's how I grew up. Every single time the government is telling uh, what is the economy going to be, that's where I grew up. And I see the signs there to me, at least, because I had a, that misfortune to, to grow up and come to America as a fully matured and, and trained and educated person from a Soviet-style uh, country where government dictates the businesses you need license for just about everything to me that was that was totally opposite from what america should be you we this is the land of the free that's the idea uh, that america has been founded and instead you have government control and government force and 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 elitist surfacing on the on the surface um, that's how I grew up. That's where, where that's how this uh, Yugoslav government was. That's how your know, Romanian government was. That's how Czechoslovakian government, Polish government. That is what is the core in uh, in, in the Soviet communist type um, uh, uh, economy. Government tells people what to do. They get minimum basic paycheck to survive. And then that's it. There is no pursuing dreams. And every single country that allows that to happen is one one trail to it is rising inflation, and I've seen it. It's coming up here. Where when I uh, when I was about 20 years old, inflation in my home country was 313 million percent. Try go to Google and and type 1990 what three or four Yugoslavian inflation. Imagine what is the inflation of 13. 313 million percent. Imagine that if you can. So what you're seeing, empty shelves in grocery stores, rising uh, you know, gas prices, this is just the beginning and it's only going to get worse. And this is not my morning Saturday, beautiful sunshine trying to scare people. This is the truth that we are heading towards a very dark side of economic, social, cultural and spiritual uh, side. And I would like to, to the people to, to reach out to me, to, to ask for more information, to especially if we have independents and, and Democrats listening. This is absolutely nothing to do with the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. It's absolutely totally gone off the, off the rails from what Democrat Party stands for. And this is a path or a road uh, to full uh, socialism, communism and, destru and destruction of the United States of America as you know it, as your ancestors and your mother and father and other people have grown up uh, and thrived and, and provided opportunities, uh, this is, this is going to be an opposite. And, and I've seen it. I've seen it before. And unfortunately, I'm seeing it again. And that's why I'm trying to kind of raise awareness and speak on shows and go out and educate people. It's absolutely not about me. It's about I have no political aspirations whatsoever. Uh, I, I don't need to have one. This is a danger. 
uh, that is attacking our schools, our police, our veterans, our economy, our small businesses. That is why I'm seeing country crumbling before my eyes, and I don't want my children to grow up in it like that. Wow, there's so much there, and I want to I want to focus on a couple of things. First of all. You know, when you look at the rising inflation, that's 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 a given. But 313 million percent, that's a shocker. So when you look at the the notion of Republicans versus Democrats, maybe it's not that anymore, guys. Maybe it's the good guys versus the bad guys. Maybe it's the republic against the the globalists. And I think that people call that conspiracy theories. But if you look at George Soros, and I'm interested in your opinion because you come from the Eastern Europe. European bloc, where he is well known and uh, so forth. But, you know, Soros is something a lot of people don't know about Soros. So you, you guys need to Google Soros. And some of the words that he himself has said will shock you. Not, not my opinion or my assessment of him. It's what he said. So you have to get informed about Soros and the fact that he's brought his He's a billionaire. So he's brought his money in to shift the politics of the U.S. in favor and to set up for this more globalist approach that dismantles the republic. So stay with me. So Soros dumped a lot of money in uh, races for judges, prosecutors in that judicial side of U.S. So now when we're trying to get judicial rulings that are um, consistent with our constitution, we have people who are not doing that in power. So, Jordana, am I ringing anything true here for you? Sure. Uh, but, you, you know, for your listeners, George Soros grew up in Hungary, which is uh, northern, the first country that Yugoslavia was bordering, and that that's where the Soviet bloc was. But he was a Nazi collaborator, and, and he did that as a, as a child. He was little at the time. To survive, so whatever the you know Nazi, they were they were fascists, and one of the key threads in the fascism is government control. When government takes control, and everybody and the people are sheep, and then they go whatever the government tells them to go, and they do whatever the government tells them to do, uh, that is the core of who Soros is. Now um, he's a morphed into this globalist, but the ideology behind is his. A unique view of what the world should look like. That's a utopian view of uh, of global fascism, where, uh, well, he thinks that open society is uh, an idea where you go to the Western countries, and he started with Europe. I mean, I was there. I grew up there. I watched in front of my eyes what was going on with Europe. When individual countries uh, like Spain and France and Germany stopped to exist as an individual countries with their complete intact economies and their own currencies. Like, there's no Deutschmark anymore for Germans. It's Europe. So it kind of transitions there through this economic union first and monetary union, and then it spreads to the United States and Canada through education. So Soros was trying to say, if we open universities that are going to teach critical theories, and I'm not saying critical race theory, I'm saying critical theories, with open border society, we need to create Northern America, something like European Union, where there's no borders. That's why you have an open border. That's why very recently, last 20 years, all of a sudden, southern border keeps getting more and more and more torn down and open. It's because of that financial influence 
an education portion to it to say we don't need borders. We can just be one herd crossing everywhere. We don't need countries as we know them. Well, let me interject. And that that is why he's been going into education for the last 20 years. He needs soldiers that are brainwashed into the idea of this globalist open border policy that contradicts with what we grew up in and, you know, America land of the free and individual rights and all that. It's a complete deterioration and destruction of the Constitution. And it lends itself to what you said earlier, which is the government will be in control of your education, your economy, your money-making and, and right. money-spending, your government workers. Elitist, yes. So it's a government elitist. It's like not anybody. It's whoever the elitist pick that is obedient to to serve the interest of the elite. And so you have a marriage between, and you have to have a marriage between big banks, between uh, media communication, which is what Goebbels had in World War II with fascists. You have that the same, and now you have to have a control of the education because the education system is the one where people go to think and learn how to think. And they can't do that anymore. And I hear from the you know campaign trail people saying, well, if you are taking social studies, forget about your own opinion. You have to go and sing the mainstream song of, you know, socioeconomic status predetermines the future. And it's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But that is the mantra. It's been promoted from higher education all the way down to kindergarten. That's where you have all this. But you try to get them young. You, they try to go after the children and to start indoctrinating the children to think that uh, there is something more than their individual uniqueness. There's global. We are all one community. Collectivism is a slideshow our teachers are being taught to absorb as opposed to individualism. So it's a, it's a complete path to communist fascist ideology it's come from your head it's coming it's coming from your head it's the ideology all right so let me uh, let me go into something let me say something here because i think it's important and we're going to go to a quick break and we could spend two hours on this conversation at least so we definitely want to have you back because this is a conversation we need to keep having it's not a one-shot deal we have to keep shifting and pushing against the ideological shift that is occurring so We also need to look at these masks are another form of government control and compliance by by government over the individual. So it's about getting people to be um, dutiful to something. Right. And and when you talk about in God, we trust, which is what we're built on. This isn't in government we trust, and in government we do, as they tell me to. This is about in, in God we trust. And we're, we're fighting a fundamental, guys, philosophical battle. And this is not party-driven. So we really need to take away the notion, again, and you said it earlier, Jordana, Republican versus Democrat. And start looking, are you somebody who aligns with a globalist view? Are you somebody who subscribes to, in God we trust, we are a republic, individuals should have the power of we the people to, to determine our fate and our future. So on that note, I want to take a quick break, and I want you all to think about that, because you've got to really get clear, where are we, where are we going, and what do we have to say about it? Because there's some actions to take, and one of those things is elect the proper leaders, 
And if you're a Democrat listening, I encourage you to consider whether or not that that Democrat candidate you're looking at is somebody who aligns with your philosophical family values, your religious beliefs and so forth. This is not about be dutiful to a party anymore. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Success Happens. I have with me today Jordana Schifanelli, candidate for lieutenant governor in the state of Maryland, running alongside Dan Cox. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Jordana Schifanelli, candidate for lieutenant governor, running alongside Dan Cox for governor. And um, I wanted to expand on how you see what you and Dan are doing as candidates. And I think part of it is shifting the narrative, right? But also uh, bringing a a whole new view of leadership to Maryland that's really in our best interest, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or independent. Again, I don't care. Um, You know, we have, by the way, I just want to mention something and give a shout out to a friend of mine, Roger Wilson. Roger Wilson left the Democrat Party and became a Republican. It's happening, you guys, because if the party no longer represents you, and that's true for Republicans, too, then we need to make changes. So this is about taking back our republic and taking charge of our leadership and where we're going. And this is happening at the state level. So, Jordana, tell us, how are you guys envisioning really kind of fixing what we're dealing with? So it's a one step at a time. We've been on this on this path for the last well, 20 years and more uh, since I've been here. It's a, a little increment by increment. But one of the first things that uh, could have been done and has not happened was the uh, the assertion of, and re- retraction of the mandates, whether max or, or vaccine, uh, and making a statement that individual responsibility has to be part of the normal and ordinary citizenry. People who would wish to take a vaccine should take it who want to wear a mask and wear it this is a free country and we can never forget that so where there and actually there has never been uh, maryland legislation that mandated that everybody have to wear a mask or everybody have to uh, uh be vaccinated that's not part of the legislation that was within the governor's purview so similarly uh, that uh, uh, Glenn Youngkin did when he took office and issued few executive orders to reverse back to freedom, that is the first step that Dad and I could do when we get into the office. We also, I really want economy to be, uh, as an economist, I would like economy and small businesses to prosper better. In Maryland, for an example, 66.6% of everybody who are working are working in either local, state, or federal government, or government entity. So we don't have a lot of small businesses. Percentage of small businesses that thrive in Maryland has been smaller and smaller. And I think that it's time for people to, to have an opportunity to, to thrive in Maryland. And a lot of retirees are leaving Maryland. This is not a state where people want to retire. We have all these taxes on top of taxes, on top of regulations, that it's very difficult to retire with dignity in Maryland. Um, and, and that's why Maryland's number one in exodus of people. Uh, if, you, if, if your viewers would like a source to what I'm talking about, they wish to go and review states, uh, state by state. And Maryland is one of those states that has been listed in U.S. News and World Report. 
and you can go to U.S. News World Report and look for Maryland and see what, what how Maryland fares in infrastructure. We're 39 out of 50. And infrastructure doesn't mean a road or a bridge. It means communications. It means not losing your electricity every single time there is a storm. It means infra- investing into our infrastructure and our future, including communications and Wi-Fi. I am impressed we did not get disconnected because I live on Ken Island. Normally, this conversation would be disconnected because my Wi-Fi <laughs> doesn't work all the time. That is something that we can actually work to improve. We can make Maryland Durs free again, and that is what Dan and I are thinking about and there's so much more how about protecting the police officers what happens to uh what happens to baltimore every single day what happened to keona holly is absolute atrocity we have to be more strict to violent criminals and we cannot release everybody from jail that are violent criminals we have to review what's going on in our uh, penitentiary system uh, system of uh, parole Wh- who's been going and g- coming and going and how does this how does it happen that recidivism in maryland is over 70 percent and violent criminals go and continue to commit crime and normal good people get killed those are the people who are really having a hard time getting uh, exercising their second amendment in maryland but at the same time you have violent criminals who have no problem uh, reaching and accessing guns this is something that we have to address as a community of Marylanders. We have to look into inside. We can't be focused now what Biden's doing. It's hurting us already. We have to focus on our local election. Good people need to run and, and start, start changing school boards, start changing, uh, you know, executive county executives or commissioners, rely on, on electing a great sheriff. You guys in Frederick are blessed to have a wonderful sheriff. But uh, other places are not as, as blessed as you are in Maryland. So um, as you see, it's a lot to, 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 to fix. And uh, I don't think even, you know, four years can do it. But it, it, we can do it if we want to. Look, we are Americans. We can do anything we want, right? And I think that is still, that still applies. Our spirit cannot be crushed. We are not racist country. We are not misogynists. We're not xenophobes. And I always tell people who come to listen to me, I came here with this accent that I have. No one ever discriminated against me based on my national origin or my accent. Uh, You guys are not that. You are not that. President Trump is not that. But yet it was four years when he was in the office that he was uh, anti-women, anti-black, anti-Hispanic, anti- And I was absolutely Vilified. He was vilified. That's what happened. It was not true. Right. And I know that the man is not perfect. I don't think one is. There is a perfect person. uh, But at the same time, we are not racist people. And we need to stop the rhetoric and internalize what's been said and focus on family, God, and country. Start cleaning up that school boards. Start cleaning up local offices all over the place. And I I think think mom and pops and grandparents need to step forward because it's about their country and their future. It's very well said. And when you talk about grandparents stepping into leadership, I am one. You know, it's one of those things where we bring that leadership experience. It's time to plug it into public service. But exactly. I, want, I want to say something back about um, this idea of of consequences. And, and, and we have to really understand, you guys, we're on a precipice of something. This is not a conspiracy theory. It's factual you you've heard from jordana her view she lived it 
So we have to get real about what's going on in our country and quit living behind rose-colored glasses and take control back. And I want to, you know, again, as Republicans, as conservatives, or as people who are, let's call it patriots, dedicated to the furthering of a republic and saving it, there are people out there in other political groups who have the same values as we do. We are not different. When you look at, for example, the black community, many, many people in the black community, they're, they're God-fearing. They're family-loving. They are, they, are, they, are, they are community organized and driven. They love what they have. They don't want to lose that. So they may be a registered Democrat, but it doesn't mean they're different than us because we all have those values. We have to start finding that common ground and and being courageous enough to step away from something that's defined us and redefine who we are inside of the future that we want to create. And I am so thankful, Jordana, that you and Dan are running. I really mean it. And I'm so grateful for you. You know, look, it's there's a price that gets paid for these candidates. It takes something. It takes something from the family. It takes something from the job. It takes something from your income to to step aside those things and, and, and put yourself in the arena. So really, God bless you for, for your commitment to this great state we call Maryland. And um, final thoughts. How do people follow you right now on on social media and how do they follow the campaign? Well, I've been banned from Facebook permanently, and the social media uh, has taken down. So that would be Instagram, that would be Facebook. So there's no me on Facebook ever. Uh, neither my and my law office was taken down. So I have uh, since 2020, um, since 20, so October 2020. But uh, there is uh, Dan Cox for governor and uh, Jordana Shifanova for lieutenant governor uh, Facebook page that is run by a local. Uh, uh, supporters and so you can see what's going on there uh, the best way to uh, help us is to go to restorefreedoms.com restorefreedoms with an s.com and make a donation because uh, you know we we cannot survive if we can't pay for tv ads if we can't pay for signs we have uh, one of those situations where people are asking for more signs and the big signs and this is really expensive so we have to be able to afford that and run a grassroots movement that I think is really, really uh, picking up. And, and, and people actually start to understand when they go to a grocery store, they can't find anything, and there's empty shelves. Uh, they realize that something weird is, not, is, is going on and it's not right. Um, so restorefreedoms.com. Uh, you can go to I, – I am on Twitter, so I do post stuff on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. I am on Telegram under Lieutenant Gover- uh, LT can- Governor Candidate on, on Telegram. Um, and so I am on Getter as well. You can follow me there. So um, I'm trying to keep up with, uh, with the technology, but uh, unfortunately I'm not on Facebook. And a lot of people still prefer Facebook for some reason. I am, I'm really excited for President Trump's new uh, social media platform because I hope that everybody will be able to um, – kind of go to one place and get information that they otherwise they can't get from a mainstream media. So during this time, Dan is forbidden to raise money. 
Are you allowed to raise money right now while he's in session? Um, yes. And oh, by the way, other candidates are not forbidden, which is interesting. That, that does not seem right. But that being what it is, uh, you're allowed to, you guys can raise through RestoreFreedoms.com. Perfect. I can raise uh, uh, through RestoreFreedoms.com. He can. He is a delegate um, right now, and uh, and it is what it is. It's, I guess that's that. These are the rules, and um, we have to, you know, we have to do the best we can right now. But so RestoreFreedoms.com uh, is uh, is the place to go and help us out. Um, and and, and uh, let me give some of the rules. So, guys, you can give up to six thousand dollars to a candidate. Per individual, per person person in a family, a family of four could give could give six six times four. Yes. And if they have a, a, you know, small business uh, like you have, you know, the pool company, they they are, you know, a separate business is an entity that can also donate six. Okay, so there you have it. Everybody, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jordana Schifanelli. Best of luck to you in your race for lieutenant governor. Godspeed to all of you. Bill Folden, State Senate, District 4. Have a great week. We'll be back here next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD. WFMD Frederick.